language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. You're listening to Psycho Music Lyricology, a podcast where music touches the mind and heals the soul. I am one of your co-hosts, the guy that doesn't know anything about hip-hop, Sheldon Moss, along with the dude that is always secure about his opinion, Michael Nelson. What up? And of course, the man that is always keeps it professional, the Professor Maurice Moss. What's up? Man, I had to get my words together. Shoot, I just wrote the shit. And I ain't even got it right. Hey, what's up with it, man? Need to be hooked on phonics. Nothing much, like, man. What's I up? Got stifled there for a second. There. You know what? What is uh, what has occurred to me um, is uh, over. We've done what 14, 15 shows now. Yeah. We have never gave given Sean Martin his credit. Have we ever said anything? We have, said we, have we ever thing. shouted out Sean? We have not shouted out We need out to Sean shout Martin. out Sean. Mr. Martin, we just want to say thank you. We appreciate it. This is a nice little ditty you let us use. Because, Very it nice. had, you know, people recognize us by this song. Not you to know. mention it's a dope song. Yeah. <laughs> right. Very. And he's on tour right now. Yeah. We need to talk about this. It's, yeah. it's on the Seven Summers album. Uh, uh, isn't that the name of the album? Yeah, Seven I'm doing, Summers. I'm doing crazy Song is stuff. called Lotus. Lotus from the Seven Summers album. Mm-hmm. Sean Martin. Yeah, this is uh, Dallas native Sean Martin. Seven Summers. Yeah, I like the song. Actually, I like the album. It's a it's a it's a real nice groove. You know, which kind of just brings us into you know our year in review. This is one right. of the albums that we really enjoy listening to yeah, and it just so happens to be our intro music yeah yeah we should have we, sh- we should have been talking about this album a long time ago because it is really a good album it it's a lot a lot of fun that album is uh it's got uh uh, uh one of my all time one of one of my favorite saxophone players in the city his name was jason davis playing on this album and uh sput on drums so I really, really, really like that album. And you know, Jason Davis, it's funny, my brother-in-law always brings this up. He said, you know, me and Jason Davis, we went to school together, and on this particular day, <laughs> we we were, <laughs> we were in the band. He picked up the saxophone, and I picked up the trombone. And he kept playing. <laughs> right. That's, right. That's Wait. how that works. That's the uh, that's the story. Right. You know that's the story I tell about Roy Hargrove all the time, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, me and Roy grew up together. And, uh, you know, he just kept on practicing. And I just did not. <laughs> He's seen the world. And I've seen this podcast. Yeah. It's a cautionary tale, kids. <laughs> practice. <laughs> this is what happens. Practice. Oh, We're talking man. about Practice. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, he breathes every time he talks about music. He talks about that. Jason Dave. You know, I went to school with Jason Dave. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we did. picked up instruments at hey, the same day. Hey, you know, here's the thing. Um, 
you know, you when you when you connect it to greatness some kind of way, you just gotta keep telling folks. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me don't give me to pull it out pictures. Oh man, yeah, you know what? You got plenty of those. Yeah, I know. I got yeah, good. Yeah, hey, you know, yeah. we did our thing back in the day. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of them back in the day superstars. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm go on tour. Uh, but you know do what? Do me a throwback tour. Yeah. Uh, what's, what was the name of that group again? The Future Show Band. The Future Show Band. That's right. He gonna bring out, put all the members back together like we waiting on the Commodore. Some of them preaching, so <laughs> <laughs> they won't get back. A <laughs> couple of them preaching. They won't. We they won't be on stage with us anymore. <laughs> they not coming back. But if I recall, Maurice, didn't you all used to have a piano in the uh, house? We did. And who who was the piano player? I guess all of us at one point. I mean, we just sat just kind of like, it was a piece of furniture, man. Oh, okay, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, I always came in. Because, you know, at the time, I was really into playing the piano at the time. You know, uh, taking private lessons in the fourth grade all the way up to high school. And, man, I used to go down like, that. a piano. I'm like, who played it? I don't ever see anybody playing it. Because nobody could. <laughs> yeah. It was a piece of furniture. Again. Cautionary tale, you know. <laughs> practice makes perfect, yeah. Practice. We talking about practice. Yep. You know, so but hey man, we uh about to wrap up two thousand seventeen and go into two thousand eighteen and you know, is it uh one of those are you ready for another year to come around or you just hey man, it is what it is. Uh Hey man, I think you know. You know, time moves on. You have to, uh, you know. I don't. I you know. I try not to relish in the past, except for the future show band. But uh, you know, you wanna. <laughs> <laughs> you you know, I, I'm looking forward to what's next. I you know that's 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 the way I look. I look at it all together. I just want to see what's next. So that's you know, that's where I am with it. Anyway. I think that's a good way to to look at it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Some more opportunities you. to learn from your mistakes, dust yourself off, and keep moving. Keep it moving. Well, you know, Maurice, what what do you what do, you know what do you what do you think about this uh 2017 in music that we're about to get into? <coughs> you know, uh 2017 in music was a was a different year for me because of uh this podcast oh, because uh really you know uh music was kind of becoming something that gets lost in everyday life when you're, you know, trying to go to work and trying to get stuff done and doing what you got to do. Uh, so, I mean, when we started doing this, you know, it kind of, you know, slowed us down and, you know, kind of paid attention to what's going on. So, you know, as a result, we've had these conversations about, uh, you know, Lil Uzi Vert and Afropunk and, yeah. and, uh, uh, protest music and talked about covers. I mean, it's it's been a it's been a good year to me. It's a good year in music mm-hmm. because we've had we have a lot of creators that are now have uh they are chock full of material because of what's happening in this world today. Mm-hmm. They are they um they 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 are railing against the establishment like like I haven't seen before, and uh, that's that's part of you know what um one of the discussions that i wanted to have about uh 2017 in music i mean you see artists that are <clears throat> typically were not mu- uh political artists or overt overtly political artists uh 
putting out songs about uh, Tamir Rice and problems with Trump. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's, uh, to me, it all came together in a very, uh, in a very advantageous way for us. I mean, we had our very first podcast about protest music, which I think was a stroke of genius. And I think that at every turn, there's been an opportunity to talk about protest in music. And I, um, I just think that it was a good year for that. I think that uh, we got a lot of people that are protesting uh, how they're being perceived. I mean, we talked about, um, Mike had a really good discussion about just our last podcast about the K. Michelle album. And, uh, you know, I, I think that that's, to me, when uh, people uh, start having conversations about music and how they're being perceived in music and can be creative in their music, I mean, you can't do anything but uh, acknowledge that and, and be happy about it. Even the K. Michelles and the Cardi B's and the little Uzi Verts, these are all people that are expressing themselves. So, I mean, that's all good. You know, it's all good. In some way, even if we don't like it. Even if we don't like it, it's all know, good. They still getting them pockets fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Because well, she said, "I take care of my mama now." Hey, I pay all thing. her bills. That's One thing, thing I do like about Cardi B, though, is she did go and get her teeth fixed. <laughs> Which I mean, I'm not, and I'm not trying to be funny about that. I'm just saying, when you get money, you do, you need to do practical things with your money. <laughs> you need to, you, you need, need to take care of your mama, and you need to get your teeth fixed. You, you need. <laughs> you know what I like about Cardi B. You know what I like about Cardi B, and uh, I and it's not even that I like it; I admire it. And uh, she doesn't take herself too seriously, at least not in the public. The she way absolutely you see does not. She You're does right. not take herself too seriously, and uh, I envy that. I, I want to be that. Not I don't. You know, I just you, you just want to learn to have fun. And it's just, a skill, yeah. man. It's, it's just, definitely a skill just, to be able to do that. You just want to have fun and be fearless and just have a good time. And that, that's the one thing I do envy about Cardi. Yeah, and I don't care what you think. Yeah, and it's that. the one thing that you know. That's one of the to me, in my opinion, that's one of the problems of getting older. Yeah, there are fewer and fewer people that you when you get when you get older there are fewer and fewer people that you can be around who don't take themselves very very seriously yeah and and and, and, and expect you to do it yeah yeah and it gets very very like old old. yeah you know like what you doing take your grind seriously yeah but i mean come on now dog i mean it's not i you know know, let your hair down have a beard (laughs) you know it's not that deep it's not that deep yeah because you know wow we all live to die so let it go so yeah that's 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 the thing that i admire most about what she's done that i mean you know even even though i don't care for her music uh she has she has changed my think thinking you know culturally mm-hmm. about you know just you know just just get out there and live life and and you know and uh take it how it comes do you think yeah thing. yeah take it how it comes and then just have a good time yeah Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, what's funny to me, man, this week, you know, it came out in 2016, but I still laugh every time I watch this show when I come across it. Is uh, Snoop Dogg, you know, he did a Trump protest song. He, he did a whole album, <laughs> didn't he? Right. Yeah. But then again, <laughs> but what I'm going to is, he, he, you know, he teamed up with Martha Stewart. So you got this weed, <laughs> this, this weed culture, man. Right. 
and this woman that went to jail for sure. a little while. I was going to say, she a felon. So. <laughs> right. Right. And they teamed up and got a great show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they got his, uh, his side, her side. So, so speak, and speaking of people who don't take themselves too right, seriously. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that may be the new trend. That might be the new money-making trend is, you know, don't take yourself too seriously. Have a good time and, uh, you know, and just... And, and brand yourself as a, a good time person. Yeah, you might be you okay in, in life like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that. I will tell you, uh, let me, I don't know, I j- just, just to push the conversation. I don't know about the second or third episode. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we always get into this, what have we been listening to? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that on the second or third episode, I had mentioned the uh, 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 a YouTube video of a gentleman who uh, <clears throat> who was making an argument that Black thought the lead rapper <laughs> for the Roots mm. was the greatest of all time. All right, come uh, on uh, now. Uh, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> And all I got to say is, is that on Hot 9-7 or Funk Flex, whatever show he's on, last week, Black Thought proved why you cannot get the fires out in California because he was spitting lava. So for anybody who, if you're not into rap, you still need to Google this and watch this because what this video does is it shows you the craft of 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 a hip hop lyricist because you have to be able to first you have to be mentally sharp to do that wordplay for that amount of time no paper in front of you no whatever that's a whole skill set in and of itself and then there's a physical component of that where uh you have to control your breathing to be able to talk right like that for that length of time for that length of time mm-hmm. and not you know i mean he went a good 10 minutes anybody who who i mean it's just just to watch it and just to see uh, i'm sorry <laughs> for your loss <laughs> somebody dead in the car is probably one of yours <laughs> he's he, he was bad man he let it go and so uh i said it i've been saying it since what Circa Wait a 92. minute, so it's, it's not about Black Thought. It's about the fact that I you been saying <laughs> that he said that Black Thought said, is the greatest rapper of all this. time from day one, from episode one, two, three, about. whatever, it's from day one. Black from <laughs> when they released Do You Want More, I said that Black Thought was the best rapper alive. He has proved my point. And I just want I wanted to bring that out in that year end review yeah. that I have proved that Black Thought has proved me right. It's funny you say that because yeah. of course I got a I got a I got a uh, inbox message from a friend. He said, You see that video I sent you? I said, Nah, what's up, man? So I pulled it up. I didn't even punch turn it on. I said, Man, you don't know who Black Thought is? Oh, because he was like, Have you heard, heard of this, this dude? dude? See, that that keeps killing me about people, man. That kills me. Like, if you're not even into hip-hop, the man is on a TV show every night National on TV. television show. Okay, so. <laughs> and I had to break it down. I said, you know he's the roots with the Quest Love, blah, blah. I had to go that far. Nah, man. 
Wow. You don't know who Black Thought is, man? It's so. <laughs> he know who Cardi B was. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you that. <clears throat> Little Uzi Vert <laughs> knew he knew that bud. But I was listening to. Um, you know, we listen to a lot of different podcasts just, you know, just because we are into podcasting. Yeah. And I was listening to uh, Joe Button mm-hmm. the other day after it was the day after or two days after uh, the freestyle came mm-hmm. out. And uh, Joe Button was talking. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know his co-host by name. Rory and Mal. Okay, so one of them was saying, and I don't, I don't know them really. Rory is the redheaded white guy. Okay. Mal is the black guy. <laughs> Mal. Okay, one of them talking. One sits and one stands. One Ooh. sits up on the. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, that's, that's, that's Mal. Yeah. Okay, right, reclaiming my time. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, anyway, whatever was saying, he was like. It would have been for me, he said, for hip hop heads, and he said, and he was speaking for himself specifically. He said it would have been weird if Black Thought had done a freestyle and it wasn't that. Right. He said he was saying he was saying that's the part. He said so. For me, listening to Black Thought, I wasn't necessarily listening to his lyrics or listening to. He said I was I was critiquing all the other things that you were bringing out. Mm-hmm. He said I was critiquing all the other things like his breath control, mm-hmm. his, his his you know how he how he manipulated the wording and I he said but him just spitting rhymes is exactly what you expect from Black Thought. Okay, so I'm a huge fan of Slaughterhouse, Joe oh, Budden, man. Crooked okay. Eye, I got some nice beats, and you know and Joe Budden is one of is clearly one of the best rappers it's on good. the planet i will never i will you know his some of that other shit notwithstanding he is one of the best mm-hmm. rappers ever <clears throat> and joe budden was like you know i have a list of aliens that do things with words that i cannot do he said i have a list of aliens he said of uh, he tweeted that rap gods mm-hmm. he said they're just he said they just do things with words that i cannot do and he said at the top of that list is black thought mm-hmm. and he was talking about him now joe budden is a rapper yeah he's right. straight up a lyricist he will get with you on anything you want him to do he can do yes. it yes so for him so i respect the fact you know you can you can listen to me I there is not a tape cassette see there's nothing in the world that has me rapping on it right so my but this man is but a professional this dude is <laughs> right. at the pinnacle of 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 rap rappers he's a rapper's rapper mm-hmm. so the, the he's the rapper that real that that people who want to be rappers listen to mm-hmm. Joe Button is and he had he has what he called an alien list people who can do word things with words that he just cannot do that that mere mortals cannot do and at the top of his list was black thought of course eminem was on his list mm-hmm. uh big boy and uh, andre, andre 3000 was mm-hmm. on his list um i want to say crooked eye was on his list i don't remember anybody else but while i was listening to him i was kind of putting my alien list together as well and uh, I went with basically everybody. He said there was one other person that he named that I didn't know. And I didn't take the time to uh, uh, I didn't take the time to research it at that mm-hmm. point. 
Only and other person I remember that he said that you didn't name was Farrell Monch. Farrell Monch. Yeah. Which Black Thought actually gave a shout out in his freestyle. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. shouted out Farrell Monch. Now, if somebody and, say they don't know Farrell Monch, I would be like, okay. Yeah. But he ain't had no mainstream hit or nothing, whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you're not a hip hop head, okay. Mm-hmm. But Black Thought, you need to know who that is. Everybody needs to know who Black <laughs> Thought is. If you don't know who Black Thought is, then, you know. You, it's just not a whole lot of, to me you can talk to right, me about right, hip hop right. and I'm not and you know you people want to call me a hip hop head and I probably do know a little bit about hip hop but you know and I but there are a lot of hip hoppers that I backpack stuff that I am not familiar with mm-hmm. but I have never heard not ever not once heard anything that comes close to what Black Thought did on Funk Flex, and he had just done another freestyle just before on Sway. Mm-hmm. And that freestyle was like, you know, it was like, damn. You know, and then you turn around and do something like like light years better than what you just, you know, did a couple of weeks before. And, uh, um, but back to the alien list, I, I think the only other person I would have added to that list for me was... Uh, Plug one, uh, uh, Wonder Wire from De La Soul, Kevin, okay. Kevin Mercer. Okay, okay. He, he, I think, you know, I think De La Soul will never, never, ever get the props that they deserve for you anybody that, other than I probably did. Yeah. Probably <laughs> because their emphasis is, 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 uh, it just in my opinion, they're more wordplay. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get the gymnastics, you're not going to get the vocal gymnastics that you got with Black Thought, but you will get the level of wordplay mm-hmm. that you get with Black Thought mm-hmm. and even better yeah. on, in, in a lot of ways because they just, they go hard on a lot of stuff mm-hmm. just from a lyrical standpoint. They are good. It's yeah. somebody dead in the car. It's probably one of yours. I get a church say amen. He, yeah. that, them dudes, that <laughs> thought, man, he said, fools swear they wise. The wise know they foolish. Dead. <laughs> That I mean, I'm okay. telling you, man. Was, when I got that message, I just yeah. you don't know. I mean, you know, and I don't profess to know every rapper in the world, mm-hmm. but uh, but I had to, I had to, yeah. you know, my year in review, my year is complete now. <laughs> like you know, like I, you know, I didn't get deep into music again this year. It hadn't been, you know. M- over maybe the last four or five years, my life has turned in a sense that I don't search for. And it, it it's because I don't think a lot of the new artists are for me. So I don't hear music the same way that I used to five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, in fact, I, you know, I'm, I'm more apt to listen to uh, music from five years ago. Right versus now which is uh which is interesting in the sense that uh and probably even further than that which is uh interesting in the sense that you know i i I dj a little bit and even in dj sets uh most of the people i dj for have a more preferential uh or prefer more of older stuff than what's out new now they may get into a couple of you know some of the hot stuff you know that's bruno just Mars. Out. bruno even um even bodak yellow mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. you know uh 
<clears throat> what's the boy name? Playboy Cardi. Some of the some of the hot dance tracks. Mm-hmm. They may listen to that, but in the end, they don't want to hear that for longer than twenty or thirty minutes. They still want to hear some of the, the some, most dancing. of the older stuff. Oh, you know, yeah, I don't mention line dancing, but <laughs> which is I don't get that. We can talk about that some other time. But uh, the. Uh, 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 where was I going with this conversation? This this line of thought. You were talking about this oh, year in music, and I don't I don't listen to so and until like you said until the podcast, mm-hmm. and then I kind of started grinding again because you know you yeah. just you kind of want to you know I want to be up on you know even if it's not a even if one of our topics is not necessarily something that's contemporary in the sense that it's not now. Um, you still kind of want to be up on what's out there. Yeah, because so you want to be able to put it in context. To, something to yeah. juxtapose. Yeah, so. Yeah. so I've been on the grind, and I've been <clears> listening <throat> to, you know, <clears throat> I guess we started around, what, September? So mm-hmm. August, September, it was hot. That's July. all I can remember. We July. started that song? We started in July. Okay, so it was hot. <clears throat> and so, um, you know, I, I spent more time digging in from july till now versus you know i would agree uh, same here the last five years and even the digging even even the digging um i even found older stuff that um i hadn't listened that i'd never seen before that i didn't know was out Mm -hmm. so you know uh the podcast has been a blessing, you know, because it's, it's it's reopened my ears to newer things and then older things that are new mm-hmm. to me. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, usually at the top of the show, we always talk about what we have been listening to. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I was going to talk about was uh, Terry Lynn Carrington. Uh, you remember Terry Lynn Carrington? She's the drummer, yeah, 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 she yeah, was yeah, the drummer yeah. from uh, Arsenio Hall show. Uh-huh. Well, you know, she's a she's a. She she of course was an artist in her own right long before that. Right. You know, George Duke. Uh just, you know, she was she was uh raised by a couple of musicians. She did an album back in um uh around um um twenty fifteen and it's called uh The Mosaic Project Love and Soul. And it is an uh, it is uh her and her interpretations of all of her music and all of these different kinds of music and it's all women musicians mm-hmm. and women singers so there's there's nobody on the on the album that's not female and so um you know so she has big names like uh Olita Adams uh what? Natalie Cole oh wow Layla Hathaway uh Shantae Moore Jaguar wow. Wright what? Last right. time we heard Jaguar, yeah. right? Wow. Liz Wright. Um oh, uh, uh she she dug up Valerie Simpson. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, and then, you know, and I and I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> maybe that wasn't the appropriate <laughs> dug up. That, that was not good. And so um That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, that was inappropriate. But anyway, <laughs> And then she got, you know, Patrice Russian playing on the album and Jerry yeah. Allen playing on the album. Nancy and so, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. it's uh it's a it so that's a huge project. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, that's not that's 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 like, 
you know, that's like a holy grail almost, right, you know, right. because there are not a lot of uh, there are not a lot of women musicians who have reached the level that Terry Lynn Carrington has. And then when you reach that level, you mm-hmm. can reach and grab people at that level that, you know, most people can't. Patrice Russian. Uh, my Patrice Russian story is, is that. Shaka Khan. Uh, yeah. My Patrice Russian story is that. Uh, one time Herbie Hancock was listening to her and he couldn't tell the difference mm-hmm, between Patrice mm-hmm, Russian and mm-hmm. himself. And then you have uh, uh, Valerie Simpson, who is one of the, it, would, it was one half of one of the greatest songwriting duos in the history right. of R&B soul music. And, you know, that's that. And then, you know, you go get like uh, uh, one of the queens of soul or jazz nancy wilson all the way down to legacy you know and i don't mean down but you know uh i mean chronologically yeah. age-wise down but you know legacy. she can hang you with know that. but you know mm-hmm. and and that's a huge project you know and yeah. and for it not to have garnered wider recognition uh at least i don't think it garnered that wider recognition because i didn't hear about it i never heard about it and <clears throat> and you know, I'm on email lists for jazz magazines and such. Right. And I don't ever remember seeing it. And so now that, you know, now that I just, and I don't even know how I ran across it. I just happened to pick mm-hmm. it up and I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, where did this come from? Because I thought it was new. Because, you know, sometimes when you looking through these sites, mm-hmm. it'll say suggestions. Yeah. And they'll pop up. That's how I come across a lot yeah, of things yeah. sometimes. You know, old and new. Mm-hmm. But again, I thought it was a brand new project, Man, and it is very—it's two years old. But, yeah. but you know, that's that's the blessing in the podcast, and that's right. what I've been. I agree with I've that. I've been—I uh, mean, you know, we we talk about music, uh, but a lot of times we don't get together uh, uh, personally. You know, we might mention something over the internet, over a text mm-hmm. message, or whatever, and then the once or twice a year when you know we hang out birthdays birthdays yeah. uh you know uh fellas night whatever right. you know and right. and we may bring up a song or two or album or two and then you know and that'll be it but um and you know something we've heard or whatever but it's been a it's been a good it's been a good time for me and then it's a good release and I appreciate, you know, you brothers having this, you know, having this opportunity absolutely. and absolutely, yeah. you know, and, prom- and and then the feedback we get uh, from people who just like to hear us talk shit all night, you know. <laughs> so. And it's funny, man. I'm, I, You know, it's funny <clears throat> you say that because <clears throat> there are a lot more people listen to us than we know, mm-hmm. because when I'm out, I'm always promoting the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I might get a text here. I might get a text there. I said, well, can you just please hit the subscribe button? <laughs> Instead of just, just listening. listening. <laughs> that's, yeah. our, that's our campaign for 2018. Yeah. Please subscribe. See, yeah. Please subscribe. Yeah. You know, and you I know. just can, I'm like, I, you listen, you li- oh yeah, man, y'all hit the subscribe button, please. Yeah, yeah. just, yeah, just, you know, let us know you're listening so we can, uh, and, and give us suggestions and that kind of thing, because. You know, we can always find something to talk about. Right, you right, know. right. I mean, and hell, if you want to come be on the show, we are open to that. We are well. absolutely open to that. You know, and you know when we did the Prince show, man, I kind of wish uh, we would have read his wife's book, ex-wife's book. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Mate? Yeah, that okay. was, I actually read it. Okay. It was actually a really good book. Mm-hmm. And uh, it went deeper into him as him with women, how he was with women. I don't want to give away the book because I think we might have to put that give on the after book. show. A little after show or That's something. Some, some, some extra content some extra for content. people oh, okay. who want to uh, ah, okay. delve in deeper. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, but you My know, bad. he was a, 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 a interesting man when it came to women, you know, and uh, being manipulative in his own way. Well, of course, he was light skinned. <laughs> yeah, it's kind. I'm, 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 I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Did, I'm, I'm gonna say this is one thing she did say, which blue, yeah. which kind of trippy. I was. She Hell, said, if I was uh, light skinned, I would have been more manipulative myself. <laughs> Not okay, light skinned. Go ahead. Not the light skinned. bad. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Light skinned brothers and came back. Ain't they? Shit, man. Prince never went out though. <laughs> <laughs> my bad go ahead go ahead but uh it was funny because she would say the foo-foo people would come in so when he came to a hotel they would transform this whole suite to be like he's at home mm-hmm. at every single place mm-hmm. that they did on tour and i'm like man this dude man there's so much i want to say about this book but I, yeah, we're going to save uh, that for some extra content. Yeah. But I think one thing that you guys are touching on that I want to talk about uh-huh. as it relates to 2017 uh-huh. is you just talked about an album that was composed primarily just all females. And then you just talked about uh, a female and, and, and her relationship to an artist and how he treated females. Mm-hmm. And we had a show on, we had a show on misogyny, uh, you know, I'm I'm wondering uh, what's going to happen, what happened this year in music, and what's going to happen next year in music, given this whole Me Too movement and, yeah. and the the whole. Um, women, I guess I'm going to call women, it. I'm going to call it empowerment. But because yeah. and the reason why I'm going to call it empowerment, I have a little bit of a hesitation because I've seen a lot of uh, women of color that have can been kind of like, hey, wait a minute. We're not we're not being heavily we're not being included included mm-hmm. in this discussion like everybody else did. And one example was be the the woman who actually created the Me Too hashtag was not one of the was not part of that whole person of the year piece of the thing. So, um, you know, what are we what are, what I mean, we had our misogyny show and we talked about uh, we talked about uh, uh, misogyny and music. And we had a good discussion about it, but what do we think about music? What do we think about uh, the the female artists uh, from Terry Lynn Car- Carrington to Cardi B to Beyonce to to uh, to Nicki Minaj to uh, you know what are they? What's what's going to be? What's what's what was their year like? And what's going to what do we think is going to happen next? I don't. I don't. I you know. I I'm to be honest with you, that show still bothers me. Uh-huh. You know, it. it still bothers me. And I and I, I, I guess because I still in my head can't juxtapose uh my own uh last What night, bothered you now? Tell ju- what specifically bothered just, you. Just just uh the the concept of misogyny and how it really kinda encompasses who we are, you know, as men. Okay, so I was having a discussion last night with a friend who brought up Tavis Smiley. 
Tavis Smiley has been suspended or or fired from PBS because of the allegations. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, conversation I had, and I, I think I even posted it on Facebook, is uh, uh, we as men, all of us can probably be charged by some woman with sexual assault or uh the what they're calling sexual assault inappropriate or, or inappropriate behavior because who whatever. among us hasn't been you've crossed the line once or twice <laughs> overly, <laughs> aggressive. Very, <laughs> overly aggressive yeah i mean mm, yeah. yeah that's an excellent point so um how do we combat that you know because I don't I don't know that I was being I I know in my head at the time that I was being overly aggressive. I was just trying to get a yes, right? But isn't that what that is, you know? Yep. And so I was just trying to get a yes. I didn't mean anything by it. I'm not, you know, I didn't I didn't go, you know, I didn't have a ski mask on. I didn't grab you out of the alley. But what I was doing by, you know, uh fondling uh, or or being overly aggressive, I keep saying it, overly aggressive, was basically sexual assault. So it's, but you broke, it's, it's permeated, but that that whole thing permeates our music. It permeates the culture, you know. Just just and and I think just being brought to light, you know, Donald Trump saying what he said, you know, you just grab him. So. I'm not I'm not at all I'm not at all justifying what he said. But don't we all think like that a little bit? I don't think like what Donald Trump said. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying this. I'm saying when you with a girl the aggression that was behind it. When you with a girl and you're trying to get her to say yes, you want to touch all the right spots. Don't we all do that? Don't haven't haven't we all We've done it? There. We've been there. Haven't we all done it? But you know the difference is these are men with money. I don't power. think that makes a difference. And power. I don't think it makes broke. a difference. I don't think it makes a difference. I mean, it doesn't make any difference, but think about I it. I think it makes a lot of difference in the way that in people the way that are, are frame, how, yeah. framing the argument and viewing it. Yeah. yeah. But what you're saying is I hear what you're saying, but everybody is is constructing the whole conversation around power. Yeah. And and merely by the fact that these people are in power that that behavior that you saying all of us are guilty of somehow becomes criminal because that person is in power. Yeah. And the and the thing that really the going back to the Tavis thing is, you know, I ha- I had to think about now what would it what, you know and and this is not this is not you know we don't you know we would not be uh you know if we were like mainstream or whatever and had twenty thousand followers somebody would be mad at us because we would be inappropriate or 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 whatever by saying now was tavis just was he was somebody just mad at him because they were dating and then it just didn't go right afterwards or how did how how did the investigator frame the questions right to come to that determination that because you can frame a question differently to make it like you know you're guilty it's a lot of gray area Mm -hmm. it's it's gray and 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 to me the misogyny conversation that we had talked really kind of uh exemplified how gray it was because Mm -hmm. the female that we had here talking about it was not not offended by a lot of the stuff right because she was saying you know if you were offended by it then you you know the shoe 
probably fit your foot. She said, you know, it only hoes get offended by, you know, Being stuff like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, you as, know. To, as to, you know, what is it? Sometimes, damn, I don't want to say this, but you have to be accountable. Yeah. In the end. Yeah. At some point, you have to be accountable. Mm-hmm. And that's a very. Not, not, not the man but the woman sometimes has to be and that's a very tricky slippery slope right that we're walking and and it plays over i want to keep it on into the music thing because we could go off oh, on a yeah. whole tangent or whatever but i mean you know i just saw uh 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 scissors with video for the weekend directed by solange so it's all it's a it's a female controlled visual where she's talking about a song where uh, you can have the man through the week. I'll take him on the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in the video, I mean, she's giving us all. That. She's giving us a whole lot of visual eye candy to kind of just kind of like pull you into the whole whatever. So it's just kind of like, okay, well, what are you saying? Uh, you know, literally. I mean, I'm scratching my head right now because it's kind of like it's what, what's appropriate. What do I what what is it okay to do hookups for the weekend? Is it not? Or what? what what's is and, that? And, what's going on? And the lyrics, if I'm if I'm in power over you, is that something? And we hook up over the weekend, even though you were okay with it, is that somehow wrong? What what's going on here? What is what's the deal? And the lyrics to the song don't exist in the vacuum, so you know you didn't just make that up out of the blue. It's it's part of a story, so. Mokin stuff exists somewhere, right? <laughs> Damn. Well, you gotta you you know you went deep. We all about <laughs> You went back on that one. Deep cut. Hey. Deep cut. That's Damn. who we are. That's who we are, man. Psycho music lyricology. But they you know, they exist somewhere. Mokin stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You we gotta hashtag that. them on this yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> You might have had them once. Woo. <laughs> but you know that's that's you know that i mean and these are women who are who you talk to them and they are in control of their music they're in control of their visuals they're in control of all of that stuff so is the difference between misogyny and non-misogyny is this the exact same behavior but who's in control of, the, of what's going, going on, on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean is that is that well you know I mean, it's like, you know, 2018 needs to be about those real discussions. Right. And I mean, and and I'm looking forward to artists having those real discussions, too, you know, about, hey, OK, what's what's the deal? What's what's really going on yeah, here? Right, what's right. what's appropriate? What's what's you know, let's talk about it, because, again, I don't see a lot of black females on this Me Too movement the same way I do. Uh, non-black females and I'm not saying that they're not out there doing it I'm just saying I don't see them get and I actually see uh, folks like uh, Gabrielle Union saying well that's kind of you know you see a lot of white females in charge of that whole thing they're not really speaking for a lot of a lot of us in that in that whole thing so mm-hmm. that's one thing I'm, I'm really curious about as to how that will affect music in 2018 and how that will affect uh, the way people portray, how, the way women are portrayed in videos, and who will get who will get the and attention are go- for are that? Are they going to be more conscious of the roles that they take in videos? Well, you know, there you go. You know, that's that's going to be that's going to be very interesting to me to see what that 
see what 2018 and what music that they put that. out yeah. 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 and the content that they and put I, out and, and, and you yeah. know what I think as long as sex sells I mean it's an age old question so as long as sex sells um, the the misogyny will still be um, at the forefront of how music how women <clears throat> how how women are viewed in music mm-hmm. because it just it, it does I was looking at a uh, they uh, Twitter had this campaign recently. Uh, Nicki Minaj was uh, trending on Twitter because she had done a photo shoot where she was three different women. Did you see this? I did see it. Uh-huh. And she was she was portraying three different women, and it was uh, <laughs> without being too graphic. You gotta, was, yeah, yeah, you, 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 you got to see that picture to really yeah. kind of. Yeah, I don't know that anybody can describe it. It yeah. was three different, three different women, three different was, sexual roles, and yeah, and they were playing three different sexual roles, and it was just, it was, you know, and and so. Why isn't Nikki beyond that? Yet? Right. You know, like what? What? Let's let's let's. Haven't you put out enough music and proved your talent, whatever that might be, to the extent that you don't have to? I mean, you don't have to do I that. Mean, you know, but, when you gonna stop talking about your pussy? <laughs> I, mean, <it's> just, <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, we, know you, we know you got one. I'm sure it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, so, what else you got? Yeah. What, what else is there? You know. But uh, you know. And but they would claim, I think, that they are in control of the message. Right. But even whatever whatever controlling message that might be is still uh, lending to. Uh, the sexual fantasies of men and that's how men are going to view you they're not going to say oh she's independent and she's no I want to hit that and it's it's just like you said it's an age old discussion because I remember the same discussion around Madonna Mm -hmm. and her talking about in articles about she owns the floors that she's crawling on Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. how that made it sexual empowerment over over uh, some kind of uh, misogyny or sexual marginalization or anything like that. So no. it, it's just kind of like, you know, it's... No, you just feeding men's fantasies. That's all that is. And regardless of what you say, that's all you're doing. I would be... I'm really, really interested to hear other points of view on that and particularly other points of view from women and also women of color on that topic. Most I'm really especially, yeah. I'm really I'm really curious to hear about as as we talk about music in 2018 and and along with the headline of this whole me too. How is that whole thing shaping uh the music that we hear and the music that women are making and how women are are uh, uh look in those visuals of all of that music, you know? I I'm, yeah. I'm really curious about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know it's kind of like uh you know, when you think about artists of yesteryears, Marvin Gaye's and your Curtis Mayfields, you know, their music had power back then. You know what I'm saying? To where they always had a message about what was going on. But isn't that isn't that but isn't that a sign of the time though? We're getting back to that. That was the in a that sense. was well, I mean, yeah. In a I sense mean, in some pl- and some a, artists are getting back a, to that, but it's it was, not mainstream. But it was it, it was, was okay then. to be have a political statement. Whereas you know 
unfortunately, you know, we can get into a whole political discussion about that. But, you know, we feel like Martin Luther King died and the civil rights uh, amendment got signed. We overcame so we can do whatever we want to, right? Mm -hmm. We we thought. But. Yeah, yeah. Because we went from that's an important that's <laughs> an important discussion. I mean, what you're talking about. I mean, and I think it's right. Those artists felt like that. That was it was okay to say that. And I, I think one of I the reasons one of the reasons mm-hmm. why it was okay to say that was because at that particular point in time, there weren't uh, there wasn't a solid uh, black upper echelon middle class or a whole. A population of black millionaires that hold that the kind of dis that kind of disperse black people a, as a as a group of people. Mm-hmm. So now you're having the discussion about equality, and there are black people who you know why why are we having that discussion? I own my own company. I own my own record label. I own this. I own that. I make these I make these decisions about myself. That only applies to a certain group of people. So the argument applies to fewer people and I don't I don't know that it has it resonates when you say when you when you uh talk about being oppressed. I don't think that resonates with everybody the same way because of what you said. Because mm. now everybody thinks that they have overcome. We have overcome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, protest music in uh 20 in 2018, it's going to be interesting. I think it was interesting in 2017 because I, I mentioned it earlier. Like uh, Eric Robertson put out three albums in 2017. Uh, yeah, three: Earth, Wind, and Fire. He named each mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. And on one of the songs, he's talking about Tamir Rice. Now, Eric Robertson is R&B. Yeah, right. He's a crooner. He's Marvin Gaye. Yeah. So, so I mean, uh, Marvin Gaye can ask what's going on. So I mean, he started. So I do think that there's going to be a resurgence of that. But I'm just I'm curious as to how, how far it goes. How far it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious as to how far that will go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because again, Eric Robeson is an independent person, so he can go. And and, and it's uh, always been that way. You know, yeah. and and just just to piggyback on that, we were talking uh, on uh, BT Awards when they did a cipher. Uh, one of the big things about the cipher was Eminem going off on Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting into uh, a Facebook discussion with uh, some wannabe woke people. You say wannabe. Wannabe woke. Because, <laughs> you know, they, uh, I had mentioned, well, like this one guy, he's quite a bit younger. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's a lot younger. And he goes, um, he he's probably on the back end. He was probably, he was probably in high school on the back end of the golden era of hip hop. You know, he might have heard some of it, but he was on the back end of it. And he he says he says on Facebook, you know, Eminem speaks out more than some of our own leaders. And I was like, that's not true. That's not true at all. And the reason that I and then I and and I mentioned and I said that back to him. I said, "No, you have to realize that um, Eminem can go on BET and talk about Trump. BET ain't gonna let nobody black go on him on there and talk about Trump. Yeah. They, you know, I said, I said because white folks, Viacom accept Eminem doing it. Viacom won't accept, you know, 
uh, Chuck D doing it. Mm-hmm. And so this one girl got, you know, all up in arms. You know, you ought to just be happy that anybody is speaking. You, you know, forget his skin color. And I was like, I, I really didn't mention his skin color. But but his skin color is is the issue, really. It really is the issue because Eminem, being white, can say whatever he wants to say. And uh, he doesn't lose any white fans for, for saying it because white people going to love him. You know, white people who love rap going to love Eminem. And he's not going to lose any white fans. And soon as black people co-sign anybody white, then they become honorary. Yeah, well, Darius Rucker couldn't go on the uh, Country Music Awards. <laughs> he better not. And talk about Trump. Emmett yeah. Till. You see all what I'm saying? Him. I guarantee you he wouldn't do that. <laughs> Emmett Till. I guarantee Till. you he wouldn't They do wouldn't that. let him do it. Yeah. Emmett Till. Yeah, I guarantee you he wouldn't yeah. do that. And, 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 you know, and, and for good reason, he should not. Yeah, he should not. But you know, so we should we should we should throughout 20, 2018 check in on the whole protest music and yeah, who's talking about what that. who's talking about what yeah. throughout the years to kind of chronicle what's being said and who has a voice or whatever because I think that is dead on what you're saying, especially I mean, and you named all the players, Viacom and all of that stuff because yeah. You know, BET likes to put themselves out there as, okay, we know about the culture, but you're dispersing the culture as it's being uh, moderated by Viacom. Exactly. So, so that's, <laughs> that, 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 that's a filter in and of itself as right, far as right, how we, right. how we see whatever it is that we're going to see. So, right, right. so yeah, I, I think that that's going to be interesting. That's going to be uh, women in music and protest music and how everybody... It will continue to be misogynistic or not. Yeah. Or as everybody's going to talk uh, about this whole thing in 28. It's going to be really an interesting year. Yeah. So, um, you know, the toughest show, just to change, change uh, gears, the toughest show for me, uh, and, I, and I even mentioned it when we started that, is uh, the Prince show. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I didn't, I didn't want to do a Prince show. Uh, and it was, it was tough because, you know, uh, uh, I didn't want to get I didn't want to get into a whole bunch of technical discussions about Prince, which would be, you know, uh, the the word we throw around a lot now, esoteric. Yeah. You know, we can talk about engineering. We can talk about production. We, we can have talk a whole about show a about whole, Susan Rogers. Yeah. yeah. We can talk and about, nobody will everybody yeah, be like, huh? <laughs> Lindrum patches. Yeah. yeah all yeah, the stuff yeah, that we could talk yeah, about. Yeah. And I, I think you did a good job so we just, doing that show. Yeah, we just kind of did. did job, yeah. We just kind of did the whole fan thing. Yeah, you know, and so uh, uh, that's one we could revisit too. I yeah. mean, because because there was a lot things that were not said that we wanted to say and or, even, or discuss. And here's the thing: that, man, even yeah. people who even people who don't claim him as a as a uh, as an influence, it's not it's not even it's it's so it's it's you can't deny it. And one example that I will give is I sent you guys a link to uh, that song by the young dude that's on one of the shows on Fox. I can't recall his name. Drip. You remember that song, Drip? It was like a D'Angelo song. He was doing the video and it was a D'Angelo style. How does it feel type of video? Uh you don't remember that? I don't remember. Oh, so he was singing this song called Drip and it was it was a straight up Prince song. Or he was saying, let it drip. 
But anyway, this, I do remember that song now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this yeah. dude, when you when I saw an interview of him and they were asking him what his influences were, uh-huh. and they specifically asked him about Prince, and he specifically said that that was not an influence, or he did not address Prince as an influence. I'm just going, come on, dude, come on, man. There's no way that anybody who made that song has not seen a Prince, has not seen or heard Prince. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to the yeah. song, but I <laughs> I recall those lyrics. I gotta find. Them. Yeah, but I mean, even yeah. the, the style that he was singing in, the vocal that he was giving, the ver the words, it was all just. I was on the uh, elevator the other day with a coworker, and she had on some uh, like flowered jeans, and had on a shirt with like some ruffles on it, and mm-hmm. she had a. Uh, a vest on that was kind of like the 70s long vest and then she had a hat on with a big old long brim you know mm-hmm. big wide brim it was flat at the top and it just was, like the purple rain tour so i said <laughs> wait, so i say to her i say i said oh you got a little pop life going on with you today i said you going around the world in a day and she looked at me and she was like huh i said are you going around the world in a okay so then i forget that uh, not everybody gets us when we start talking, you know, in our metaphors, or, right, you know, right, similes right. and, you know, the references we make sometimes, you know, you have to kind of be around us for a long time to kind of get some of it. But she was like, "I, what you talking about? I said, are you going around the world in a day? And I said, uh, and, and she looked and so just so happens there was another young lady on the uh She's actually one of our classmates. Was on the uh, the elevator with us, and she was like, "You never heard of the Prince song, Prince album around the world?" She was like, "No, when did that come out?" And like, <laughs> like the bottom fell out of the elevator for me. <laughs> like you, were yeah. Like I was down like a black hole. Like I was free falling. <laughs> I was like, you know, like I was in a sunken place when she said that, I, or she was in the sunken place. I don't know. <laughs> Somewhat right. I was like, "What do you wait? What?" And then she was like, well, when did it come out? And I was like, oh, circa 85. She was like, well, I was born in 80. I said, oh, Jesus. I said, okay, what's your streaming service? And I was like, okay, then you can pull it up. Go get around the world in the day, and then when you're done with it, tell me about it. That's Nola Darling's favorite album. <laughs> oh, that's, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, that that's my that's that's my Prince story for the for the week. I always have some kind of Prince story, but that's that's what happened. And but she she listened to it. She dug Pop Life, and I was I was explaining to her that my mother's favorite song was Raspberry Beret, and she was looking at me like, "What?" I was like, "I don't ask me why that's her favorite." Watch the last song, episode of. Uh, 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 she's gotta have she gotta have watch yeah, the last yeah. episode so but um that's that that that's you know that was the prince thing and then uh the just just uh uh tv shows and we were talking about uh since you brought that up mm-hmm. queen uh, sugar uh soundtracks yep. mm-hmm. so i don't think we've done a show because mm-hmm. we didn't do a show after thanksgiving so we haven't done a show about She's got to have it. Right. The the soundtrack right. to that was. And we haven't really talked about soundtracks in television. We talked about soundtracks in music. movies, yeah. movies but, but not I mean, television. I mean, and this is going to be a reoccurring thing. I mean, because Dear White People, The Issa Rae Show, Insecure, uh, even 
uh, shows that don't necessarily have black people in them, but have people of color in them, have have phenomenal soundtracks. Yeah. Like Master of None. All of these shows have these soundtracks that, you know, it's music that you, you, you know, instead, a lot of times, instead of watching the show, you're hitting Shazam trying to hear what <laughs> trying to see okay what is that what is this what is that what is that and because i know i heard that before what is that so we definitely i hope that i hope that's a more i hope that that is a a a more frequent thing in 2018 as i well think too. it's i think it's kind of going that way yeah. you know because yeah. a lot of artists are not really putting out albums anymore or complete albums or putting out singles and then uh, there are a lot of good TV shows out there, you know, probably more so now than it has been in a yeah. while because uh, they can they, they can be a little cheaper to produce now because of uh, 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 digital recording. And then um, um, it's a, and, and creatives are going out there doing their own thing now. Mm-hmm. And so uh, being able to uh, have a whole conversation about the music that goes into these shows as a part of the culture of the show uh, makes it really, really, uh, uh, it, it makes it fun to watch the shows. It's just really interesting to have a good and time. And the whole nature that. of that is, it, it, it really kind of feeds into where we're going with music because I saw uh, a discussion with Issa Rae and her musical supervisor yep. for her show. Yep. And the whole mm-hmm. nature of it kind of feeds into a lot of things that we talk about because at the end of the day, you can't afford Jay-Z songs on your right. on your television right. show. It's not a part of your budget. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for the up-and-coming the next new one. creatives yeah. that are yeah. out there doing really, really Which good music. Which is what we're doing. Yeah, uh, that's definitely We're looking a for some, yeah. some musicians who will let us play their music on, on our podcast. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't afford Jay-Z either. Right. Yeah, so... We, 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 we're not begrudging shows with low budgets because ours is pretty low. Absolutely. Yeah, so anyway. And uh, you know what? Uh, this year wasn't as lethal uh, as 2016 was. I mean, we lost a lot of good artists. I mean, you know, we lost some musicians, but it wasn't as, you know, 2016 was like, seemed like every other week somebody was mm-hmm. well, well, it dying. was rough man yeah, 2016 was rough, was rough. so yeah, yeah. um we lost uh fast domino this year uh we lost tom petty this year yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, uh the lady who uh was a dj for prince died recently uh pam the functress yeah uh the coup she was the dj for, for the, the coup, coup and for prince. Yeah. yeah and uh Fresh Kid Ice from uh, Two Live Crew, Two Live Crew. Yeah. Uh, uh, Prodigy from uh, oh, Mob Deep. Yeah. He passed away this year, and uh, uh, somebody else. Uh, re- I'm looking. Oh, Soundgarden. Uh, Chris Cornell. That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He he. And he, then after that, the uh, the guy from Lincoln Park. Chapman, yeah, something like Chris, that. Some, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't as lethal as last year. You're it right. Was it not, was not. So, yeah. So, um, 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 while you think about that, I will say that one phenomenal thing that I'm looking forward to in 2018 is the induction 
of Nina Simone into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Music Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've made several references to her. Uh, she's one of my favorite artists, mm-hmm. and I think that is just long overdue. Long I overdue. wonder who's going to uh, induct her. I'm looking forward to that long as, as much not, as I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. long as it's not And I'm Zoe looking forward Saldana. to it, but I'm kind of like shaky about it, too, because it's going to be the decision that they make is going to be interesting on this. It will mm-hmm. be... long as it's not Zoe Saldana. <laughs> Hopefully but, it's her daughter, but you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't even think of an artist that really, just as like one single artist, artist that really encapsulates the mm-hmm. things that she was doing. I mean, I would be, I wouldn't be mad if Lauren Hill did it or Badu. I would not be mad at Badu. Would not be mad at her at all. Jill Scott. Jill, but to me, mm-hmm. it, it takes all of them. It would take all. But you of know them. they did. What was that? Was it the Grammys or somebody? That was did a VH1 for women. For women, it was Let Us See, Jill yeah. Scott. Uh, that was a great performance. The Floetry Girl. What's her name? Marsha uh, Ambrosius and mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember who the fourth one was. I don't remember. But it was uh, that was real good. So, uh, can you name an album that you were happy about in 2017? I was happy about Godbox, David Banner. Okay. Uh, from start to finish okay i was really really happy with that album very surprised by that surprised in the sense that i'm just going to give my own little prejudices message music is not always banging yeah it's yeah. not always banging and that album from start to finish is a banger to me yeah and um uh big crit was good too yeah that was a good one yeah, yeah. that was a good one. big grits <laughs> it's but hey, I had a classmate. I had a classmate. She uh texted me the other day. She said, "I said check out the podcast." So I said to the podcast, she talked about. I'm listening to y'all podcast right now. Sheldon, big grits, <laughs> lol. <laughs> right, big crit. Yeah, yeah. But I did enjoy that big. Crit. I I agree. I agree yeah, that man. that was one of the better albums. And yeah. then you know we can't forget about Damn was out this year. Yeah, man. Kendrick Lamar. But he's one of those things like what you were saying about uh, when you talk about Joe Budden and um, Black Thought. It's there's just a there's a bar now with Kendrick that you just kind of like. I know this is going to be right here. Mm-hmm. I know this is going to be a phenomenal album. Mm-hmm, so I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, if it's anything less than that, mm, yeah. you know, I'm not really, that that would be more disappointing. But it, the fact that it was just regular, phenomenal Kendrick, I was like, oh, this is a good album. Mm-hmm. But the, the the bar is really high for him yeah. now because yeah. he just keeps he doing, can't. just, just. He, he can't do anything regular lyrically. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, SZA, her album. Her album took a while to grow on me, though. Yeah. I'm going to say the first time that one came out, it took me a while. Mm-hmm. Because people were talking about Scissor to me for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I just never really... I think when Kevin started talking about her again, I would go back to it and just kind of go, oh, let me check her out. And then I just... And then I looked at her videos. Then I started listening to her discussions about the songs mm-hmm. and looking at her as an artist. And I was like, oh, I really I like her. Yeah. She's cool. Uh, one of my favorites was uh the Van Hunt album. Oh, and that was actually one of my favorite shows that we yeah, did. For yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. That was you know. I'm I'm still not there. <laughs> I'm still not there. But you know, it took me a year to get to. We yeah, talked about it. it. Took me a year I to mean, get to. You Atlanta. really have to give it a chance. But I I'm and still not there. I did I did I I haven't stopped trying to listen to it. But I'm I'm. 
That's okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's just not. it's just kind of like where you are too. It's yeah, a, music is is about where you are. Where you know, it's just kind of you know. Now you did a review on an album this year, Shantae Moore. Yeah, yeah, that was a good album. It was a good album. Mm-hmm. It was a good album. It was a good album. And uh, Sheldon and I had a conversation <laughs> about it, and which I agree with his comments about it, but it didn't make me mad because it was just kind of like, uh, is she kind of is she is she uh, making an attempt to be extra uh, urban on this and just kind of like really getting out there and trying to experiment with new things vocally because she's talking, she was using the vernacular of the hood. Right. And that was just kind of like, oh, okay, we've heard her use urban beats and we heard her be funky in her music. But I don't know that we heard her be just like that urban in her in her in her actual out in the open the way she what, is her on vocal record, style. Yeah. But and everything. you know what? And uh, I didn't think about that till just now. She's too old for that. <laughs> that was my point. That was yeah. my point, Michael. I didn't, I didn't think about it until you just said it. <laughs> that, yeah, was that, was, that. <laughs> that was my point. That was that was my point. It's a valid point. It's a valid point. Because if because if Lettuce he could put out an album. I mean, because Shantae is not a, I mean, she can she, sing. She can sing. You know, she's a good to singer. Me, she should have been, to me, she should have been where Mariah Carey is today. With the right people behind her. You could she argue. Had, she got that voice. But you could argue that that puts you in a lane that you don't necessarily want to be in. I mean, you know, she might have wanted to, like, really kind of reach I, out to that particular audience. And, you know, whenever we talk to each other. We don't talk the way we talk in 1990. We we use mix and mingle all all different decades or whatever. So we might say something is lit now, and you don't don't you don't think nobody's gonna start laughing when you say, "Oh, that was lit, huh?" That was live. That was live mode. <laughs> right, you know. It is funny because I I do catch myself saying that. Oh, this shit was lit, and I go, "What? Where did but, I get I mean, that from?" You're yeah. allowed, dog. You know mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. You use it appropriately in the sentence. So. Yeah, I can't. I, I do pretty good with it. Yeah, yeah. Or something is fire, you know. It's, but yeah, that was a that was a good album. I really enjoyed it. She's a she. Her her vocals are still just flawless. Yeah, the rise of the phoenix yeah, was the name of that album. Yeah. Um, now, Bell Bill DeVoe put out an album. Mm-hmm. I got the single, two of the singles, but I didn't listen to the album. Did you ever listen to it? I didn't listen to it. I was going to ask you where they trying too hard. No, nah, I actually think the, the song they did, the, the lead single, Run, used uh, the sample that Biggie used for... Uh, don't 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 hypnotize, mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't. It was actually a pretty good song. I mean, I I've thrown it into a set or two, and okay. uh, I've you know I I it was a BBD throwback. You know, it it was really from the like you. If that song had been on their first album, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been out of place. Right. You know, it would have just been. It would have mm-hmm. been. A, it was a good song, and that's really kind of the and litmus test that we're using when we judge these people who have come, who have been on the scene for a long time. Mm-hmm. Is their stuff true to what they were? But it's kind of like, and is it still fresh? And is, is it, it still relevant? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a very hard line to walk. Age appropriate. That's a very hard line to walk. Age appropriate is a good. That's, that's, that's a, a good phrase. That's but, a very. But yeah. you know what? One single that I heard this year that was. It stayed in their lane, and it was also very relevant. And I don't know if anybody heard it, but Escape's new single. We sh- you should listen to it. Uh-huh. I was very surprised by the fact that it was still 
it sounded like just like very standard escape music. But it was like, oh, okay. If there was an escape and somebody was just playing it today, you'd be like, oh, okay, that's a cool little cut. But that's very hard for like the BBDs and the SWVs and the Invogues and the Shantae Moores that are still doing music. How do you do that? How do you walk that line? It's, mm -hmm. it's a hard thing to do. Just be good at what you do, you're good at. And quick, you know, for me, it's just, just be good at what you're good at. Well, I mean, and the other side of that is, how can I be good at what I'm good at and still make some money? That's the issue. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the issue. Well, I mean, nobody's you can, play, making, you can no, sing no, on everybody else's no, stuff, but yeah. <laughs> you're getting that money. But nobody's money making money off records anymore. So, well, you know, yeah, that's, that's 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 what it comes down to. All right, we're wrapping it up. Well, you know, hey, man, we're looking forward to uh, 2018. I know I am. And we want everyone to listen, like, and subscribe to Psycho Music Lyricology this year. 2018 subscribe on itunes soundcloud google play music stitcher tune in acast or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast make sure you follow us on twitter at psycho fellas like us on facebook follow us on instagram and be sure to check out the website psychomusiclyricology.com for music reviews and updates until the next time peace peace, peace.